0: so yeah we're gonna get real angry <laughs> that'll be fun i'm very angry for this episode zach is dealing with <laughs> a lot of anger right now and i'm right. uh, i'm just mad at you i'm fanning the flame mad at you i just drove through Lexington traffic so yeah i'm, I'm a little bit on mad hatch. at this mic i'm fanning the mad flame. At my phone yeah I'm, I'm just gonna make you guys <laughs> mad more at this angry. guitar <laughs> hey zach uh, nice stickers on that guitar Psh, Love, what an old idea <laughs> Nice long sleeve shirt Acting like I didn't come up with yeah. Wearing a long sleeve shirt Oh, and I pulled up the sleeves too, that's my own style Nobody yeah. does that <laughs> Okay, well Stop copying me Oh boy What's the thing from Portlandia? Stop copying, stop copying me Stop copying me Ugh. They both like say it. I just remember
1: the one where everybody is a DJ And like they like, hey, I'm spinning tonight. Hey, I'm spinning tonight. They go down the street and there's like people like jogging, listening to headphones, and like passing out flyers.
0: (laughs) They go to the bank and the guy's like, "Yo, um, uh, here's your receipt uh, for your check, and uh, I'll just put this in there too." And he's like, "What is this?" So you can you should uh, come see me. (laughs) Is this from the bank? No, no, this is just you know from me. He's like, "Are you allowed to hand these out at the uh, at the tellers?" Well, yeah, you know, as long as you know you don't tell anybody. They go to their mom's house and she's doing like. Needle point and she does this needle point that's like a flyer for her DJ. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like I'm actually spinning tonight. They do that twice too because she does like oh, I once did an art piece. It was called you, Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So good. Okay, you guys ready to start? Doing good. Yeah, buddy. Okay. I'm Zach. And I'm Colin. And I'm Bob. And, uh, no, we're doing it again I'm okay. really mad at you for messing that up We're doing it again, I don't want to do this anymore I We do one without Bob and I get into a weird funk with that yeah. <laughs> Okay, ready? Yeah I'm Zach And I'm Colin And I'm Bob And, and welcome, welcome to the, to the House Plants podcast. podcast Much better
1: We are here to talk about anger and, Anger And
0: anger Angry music Angry, angry media, media And the angry, <laughs> angry mission, mission of Jesus <laughs> Oh We're going to be talking exclusively oh about when he the tables over in the, the temple. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What would Jesus do? <laughs> hey, in that one situation, Kick he's like, Dead of Thieves! Pit ah, yep. of Vipers! Yeah. The actors. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, I loved how there was a movie that I saw, a movie version of that, where he, you know, he grabbed the sheep's tail, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, was
0: he a cowboy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Giddy up now Come yeah, on Yeah, yeah. Uh, So <laughs> We'll have to do that Another movie episode <laughs> After yeah. Time I'll have to track that one down So okay uh, We're about to do some worship But we are talking about Anger today Which will be fun Because we've already Kind of hinted about it But first we're going to do a, a, a fun little hymn We're going to do um, Leaning on the everlasting arms But we're going to Worship it up man Not that it's not already Worshipful But You know us We do our thing. All right, you guys ready to worship? Let's go. Sony Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Zach, I know I said this pre-episode, but I'll say it again. Great harmonies and nice job just pulling that out, man. Thanks. Uh, That's a very um, natural harmony kind of song. Like
1: the melody just has a harmony that's right there and it's not hard to find so.
0: and and you know this is a joyous hymn normally and it is a joyous hymn for us to sing now but we just kind of like the idea of making it a little more uh, contemplative and worshipful like it was a little more moody this way
1: but I think it I think it still fits
0: if I think of the idea of leaning into God's like arms and him like cradling me like a big cat. Then I think of a more moody version. Yeah, <laughs> like let me just let me just sit in these arms for a little bit <laughs> and, and cry because it's like, like a nice stuff. cozy place. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, so, so okay. Uh, th- great job on the worship, everybody. Uh, thank you, Bob, for the great uh, tech that always keeps things sounding great. Yeah, buddy, doing what I can. Um, so I think I can't remember who prayed last time. Not Bob. So Bob, That's right. I think That's right. it's your turn, man. You got it. All right, let's let's pray. Daddy, I thank you so
2: much for this, uh, this chance to get, just to gather together, to, to talk about your kingdom, to, uh, to help encourage and lift each other up, um, even through the hard times, even through uh, um, the, the rough emotions that people seem to have and, and tend to be dealing with. Uh, we ask that your grace come upon us and that you be part of these conversations. Uh, we thank you for how you continue to bless us every single day. In your son's name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So um, one of the brainchilds that I always seem to have is I always lean more towards this idea. Like when Zach or Bob throw these suggestions out for the episodes, a lot of times theirs are very much the music media, and the mission of Jesus. And I always try and push the envelope into something that we're not experts in. So I'm just letting you guys know that we're today. We're going to be always being controversial. I'm trying. Well, today we're going to be talking about something. What do you mean by controversial, by the way?
1: You're just pushing us outside of the three things that we said our podcast is about. mm. So, you know, it makes me really angry that you would just condescend to everybody and thinking that we need to go outside of those three things because, you know, that's our lane. You know, that's where it's comfortable. Hmm. We should
0: stay there. Let me, let me take <laughs> half a day And think of a really smart way to like, make you look stupid Alright, I'm going to type this out uh, Only an uneducated idiot Would make this comment And because of that I can clearly tell that you have no idea What you're talking about And that this podcast is all about that And uh, anybody who says otherwise Doesn't understand You need to go back to the Bible Angry, angry, angry smileys Angry smileys yeah. Angry emotions So, okay You've you've heard our springboard. Congratulations, everybody listening. Uh, so here's here's what I had. Uh, just a little blurb that I wrote, and that is uh, politics, religion, intellectualism. We've all talked. We've talked about all these, race, social justice, general grievance, and other topics. General grievous grievance. <laughs> uh, imagine if the guy's name was General Grievance <laughs> Obi Wan shows up on a list, and he's like. Why do you got to show up on the lizard? Okay. They're endangered enough. <laughs> I just
1: have some grievances with you. Now you're going to hear about it. It's the airing of grievances.
0: Why do you have a lightsaber? I I am swinging this thing around. It's very dangerous. Okay. <laughs> All right. So in general grievances and other topics at the center of much anger and strife in the world, we are here in America, our little, our little small box of vision, like of what we can see. But I believe that the world is encapsulated in this too, because we have, we have seen, um, you know, videos on the internet and, um, uh, revolving around, you know, other stuff too. Uh, you know, and I didn't, I don't want to put any too many hot topic things, but things like, you know, uh, homosexuality in the Christian community, uh, feminism, things, things that are really like hot button issues right now. And so, um, Beyond debate, even. So if you're debating, that's, you know, you can justify it by saying, well, I'm angry because this person isn't getting what I'm saying, which is in its own way, silly. But beyond that, That defeats the purpose of debating. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I would rather have a discussion. Uh, But there seems to be a general spirit of anger prevalent in the last few years. And why that is and why that's continued, we're going to talk about. And again. This is going to be more of a discussion, and it's not necessarily going to be anything too crazy. Now, Bob, I hate to put you on the spot, but yeah, I am going to ask you while we're chatting here to get mm-hmm. that Facebook group up. And I'm going to need you to find the original thread of this post that we posted a few days ago. I will look it up on my the phone. The one where you said, why are we angry about stuff? I said my exact, my exact words yeah. were. Um, oh, uh, hold on. My exact words were. Why are so many people so angry in 2019? And that's all I asked. Now, I am not a ignoramus. I understand what that question will lead to because people in an attempt to explain will create more anger. So, what I'm going to talk about today, before we even get like into our discussion of what what that, you know, maybe some reasons why people are angry or uh, you know, going forward, I am going to read some comments. So I will pull up it up, up on my phone, Bob. But if you can try and pull up as yep. many comments as possible, there is uh, the, depending on which Facebook forum I shared it to, there will be over two hundred comments. Oh yeah, Bob's oh. just looking at the page. So go to the go You've to the. Got- I don't know if he can see those, but you, you pull up the groups. Okay, well, I can, I can just do it on yeah. my phone. That's fine. That's fine. Sorry, Bob. I guess, yeah, because I was the one who shared the post. Maybe that's yeah. why I can see you're, it. A little you're bit in those groups. Uh, gotcha. That's true. Okay, so let me just read a few, and I'm not going name <laughs> mm-hmm. to <laughs> no, name names. I named names in the 50s. I'm not going to name names. I named the. So we have, I have like two or three groups that we shared these posts in just to get people's opinion. So this is the first comment and i knew it was the gateway drug to all argument and <laughs> anger. Polit- political differences is was her answer a general rise in hate which i agree with. I thumbs that up. And then immediately afterwards immediately afterwards was democratic politicians putting pushing hate and violence against anybody that has a different opinion. And then, you know, (laughs) no leadership. Donald Trump sucks. (laughs) People pushing their own opinions and agendas. Uh, Donald Trump is destroying the country. Too many people of Democrats are very jealous of Donald Trump on the left side.
1: Is it fair to say that people are blaming people who they don't agree with?
0: Yes, because Democrats Mm -hmm. hate our president. Because you know, their crooked, true. lying socialist queen, Hillary, lost. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to laugh at these. I'm sorry. But um, I I like to think that me and Zach and Bob, maybe too, I haven't asked him about his political affiliation. But I would like to assume that everybody here on the House Plans podcast doesn't really associate with either side. We have like more of a God-centered political, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call that? My politics of the kingdom, the politics of the kingdom. But what do you say? I am a this anyway, doesn't matter. Um, uh, Why do we got to be anything? Right, exactly. And labels are for soup cans. And so regardless if you're a Republican or a Democrat, there are certain things that we need to understand. And that is that if you make a angry statement to someone that is clearly going to incite strife, Mm -hmm. you are already going against the scripture already just by putting it there you've already done what god and you know jesus has asked you not to do and paul specifically too we'll talk about that in a minute cuz paul I think
1: that a- it's interesting that now the argument is not just about like uh this happened and that made us angry or whatever but there's now like meta anger so there's like yeah. Yeah. because those bad people are so angry now, I have to be angry too. Yes. And, so, and it's I, their fault that everybody's angry.
2: Yes, and, and and one of the preparations for this particular episode, I um just came to mind, um, just as uh, because as Colin, you, you were reading that out, most people are linking anger to very current or at least semi current events, topical stuff, yes, mm-hmm. whereas as if
1: people weren't angry in the past,
2: a, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I, I even pointed out during the preparations that Slate magazine. Um, put out an article back in the, at the end of 2014, and they refer to it as a year of outrage. They inc- <laughs> even included an interactive calendar where to where you can click on any given day of the year and see what people were outraged about on uh, that particular day. Okay, as, right. As, so, I mean, my point is this goes long before and it does. The, the current political it does. spectrum. It goes, and, and so, as and as, as if it even started there, which obviously most certainly did not. I mean, it's going, this is going back back
0: at least a decade absolutely it is and uh you're right there's there are plenty of things to be angry about i would say that melissa Kozart made, made a good point when she was on the podcast about mm-hmm. how social media has really made an echo chamber of oh, absolutely. of everything yeah. and as an echo chamber we know that whatever you put in there is going to echo back and so what we have now is people trolling and being angry on on the internet and people biting that bait and it creating this thing which has happened on our one little question here but there are great answers i i love that uh this person said you can't be happy without christ in your life and i would say that there's a lot of truth to that i think that happy may be the wrong word i think you can't have joy unless you have christ in your life but i think i understand what she was trying to say yeah
1: i think um I, i like uh adam griggs okay yeah lack of humility for ourselves and grace for others that's
0: where anger comes from man it's so on point very 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 good um so what we've got what we've got here is a lot of people who want to talk about why they're angry that's basically what my question and i am sorry that i was so sneaky everybody but i really wanted to hear why people were angry and as a result you guys have you know, you took the bait. I hate to say it, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and so, and so, um, the, the thing that's, the thing that's tough about that. And, you know, we, we have, um, we have so much to be grateful for God for, but what happens when we start to get angry is that we forget what God is doing. I think that our anger comes exclusively from us from pride we're gonna get into it though so um mm-hmm. I'll just read a few more because I had a person say because life sucks and then I replied because mm-hmm. I had no choice but to reply to that and I said it doesn't have to and they said be grateful and I said I am every day and then they put like a heart and so the problem is I think that we when we get very me-centric we forget that it doesn't have you don't have to be angry you don't have to But, um, so, uh, as we go down here, you know, life is hard and unfair. The devil is working, you know, we, we have, we have more on this different group, uh, talking more centrally about like the devil bringing us down, how life is terrible and hard. And that's what makes people angry. And and I thought it's a little more astute. (laughs) It's a little better in the right direction than a political battle, but, um, okay. So guys, um, now that we've heard from Facebook about why they're angry, <laughs>
1: thank you, Facebook.
0: Yeah, let's let's let me let's ask you. In. We have we have some biblical examples, and Bob, if you want to pull some of these up and read sure. them, um, can you pull up Corinthians three? And I will grab a Bible as well. Hold on one minute, guys. Here, oh, Zach is super prepared. Sometimes I like the foley of flipping the pages. Yeah,
1: you got to do it right side up though.
0: Was there a specific if it's upside verse? down,
1: you can tell from the yeah. sound. So,
0: Bob, pull up uh, 1 Corinthians 3. Yep, I've got I got chapter 3 up. So, um, Bob, do you care to read that for us? Just start at 3 and let's go through to, I guess... Um. Let's go
2: till verse 9. Chapter 3 through verse 9. Gotcha. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the spirit but as people who are still worldly mere infants in Christ i gave you milk not solid food for you are uh, for you are not ready for it indeed you are still not ready you are still worldly for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you you are not uh, are you not worldly are you not acting like mere humans for when one says i follow paul and another i follow apollos are you not mere human beings What, after all, is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters uh, have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor for we are co-workers in God's service you are God's field God's building
0: okay so paul is laying it down and saying you guys aren't even ready yet for the big big stuff you are still yeah. quarreling and very very much like of the world and angry and you're disagreeing over who your favorite pastor is yeah apollos yeah. i had I, you know and i looked up apollos just to see like kind of his like whole deal uh and and i think that uh he was sort of like the Hmm. He was sort of like the guy who knew like certain things, but he, he wasn't like the Paul. He was more of like the, I know these things that I've been taught, but I don't know, like the, the new, like Paul ministry or anything, but they were like going to him to get answers. And they were going to, uh, 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 Paul was coming in and saying, you're going to hear from me. You're going to hear from him, but really okay. it's God that you need to be focusing on. It sounds kind of like the apest thing. like Yeah. Paul and Apollos had different
1: gifts, right? Well, I think and so it, people will yeah. say so. and that's people will look at that it out. People will look at it and they'll and we still see this today, like, I don't like this new pastor. He's not as good as the old pastor. Well, maybe he is just in different ways, you know. It's really
0: God you should be trusting. And so you know? and so do we do we get into a state as a as a nation, as a world, do we get into a state where we can't even hear the message that God mm. is telling us? Because we are so caught up in our own worldly anger. So that's the big question. <laughs> I think there's a lot of truth in that statement. I really, <laughs> really do. Can we even hear from the Lord? And, and I love what he says, too, where he goes down and he says, you know, I planted a seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, yep. but only God who makes things grow. And then I love the man who plants and the man who waters have one purpose, and each will be rewarded according to his own labor. One thing that I think is interesting is that their purpose is the same, though they have different gifts. Mm-hmm. And so what we. OK, so that's that's the first one. Zach, do you want to take this second one? Second Corinthians 12, 19 and 20. Sure. And I will follow along in my Bible. I will flip. Those pages are real light. So it's OK. I'm. I'm we there, got that. There, there you we, go. We got that new. Sound. Oh, oh, I can't find it. Hold on. It's a good sound. Wait, no. <laughs> Don't mess it up. Okay.
1: All right, good. So, have you been thinking all along that we have been defending ourselves to you? We have been speaking in the sight of God as those in Christ, and everything we do, dear friends, is for your strengthening, for I am afraid that when I come, I may not find you as I want you to be, and you may not find me as you want me to be. I fear that there may be discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition slander gossip arrogance and disorder you can go ahead and finish out i am afraid that when i come again my god will humble me before you and i will be grieved over many who have sinned earlier and have not repented of the impurity sexual sin, and debauchery in which they have
0: indulged now i you know we don't need to focus on that specifically this time but um uh, definitely the part where he says, I have, I, I, will have grieved over everybody um, is kind of like where I find myself. And, and, and I'm not Paul, but I just feel like sad when I see that, like the, you know, how easily we can slip into like arguments and quarreling and anger. And, and in second Corinthians, isn't this like the second or third time he has, he's like coming back yeah. to talk to them. So you got to wonder like how many times they couldn't like stop fighting enough to, I would be like, oh, we we let Paul down. Yeah, I know Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to yell in the mic But yeah, I know I would be like, dude, this is Paul Okay, we need to be on our best This is like He's like our dad And he's disappointed in us <laughs> Think about it this way I'm not comparing these two men But I'm just talking about the uh, the anticipation Think mm-hmm. about like kitchen nightmares Oh <laughs> And you're like Oh, we need to make things like really Like we need to clean up and whatever But when <laughs> when uh, when Chef Ramsay gets there He's like You guys have diseased food in the freezer You haven't even cleaned the table." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like Paul's going through. And I'm not, you know, he doesn't cuss or anything, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of that expectation. Like, you would think that they would try and get their act together. I totally see Paul as a Chef Ramsay type <laughs> in a lot of ways. He is the <laughs> clean less, in house. Yes. And so this is the second time that we've seen these people not being able to resolve their quarrel. And as a result, he feels like all he can do is is come there and feel mm. bad. Like he feels like he can't even like talk to them. Okay. And then the last one, I guess I'll read that one. Uh, it's, um, from Jonah. So
1: let's read, set Jonah. us up story wise Jonah. Cause you just read Jonah.
0: Yeah. I just, we yeah. just got done talking about Jonah. We just got to the last verse of Jonah in my, uh, church and we go we've been going through the minor prophets and one of my favorite things about going through the minor prophets is is like how relatable they are um ah your your jonah is only like half a page that's why i kept like flipping past it mine's like three small print there yeah no it's okay all right so here's the deal with jonah jonah is is told not asked told by god to go to nineveh yeah and he's like "Mm," and then he doesn't go He ends up on a boat trying to go somewhere else, and then God's like, well... I guess I'm going to have to send a terrible storm to capsize your boat then. And he's like, well, throw me in the water. I'm the reason for the storm. Just you know, throw me in the water and kill me. And then God's like, well, guess I'm going to have a fish swallow you because you're trying to like get out of this too easy. <laughs> Three days of being sucked to the bottom of the sea. And a lot of people speculate what that looked like if he had died or if he was just inside a fish and survived. And he has this prayer. And then he gets spit on the shore of Nineveh. Nineveh's like super, super cruel people that he's hated for a long time. He thinks that they're unrepentant and evil but does he think they're unrepentant because we find out later that after he says exactly what God wants him to say the people do repent even though they have been kind of tyrannical and mean and and kind of evil in every aspect so what is Jonah's response which we're going to read in Jonah 4 here we go (laughs) here's more anger but Jonah was greatly displeased and became angry because people repented he prayed to the Lord. Oh, Lord, is this not what I said when I was still at home? This is why I was so quick to flee to Tarshish. Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Like, that's a bad thing. <laughs> now, oh, Lord, take away my life for it is better for me to die than to live. And then the Lord says, but You know, he says in response, have you any right to be angry for real after all the silly (laughs) stuff you went through? And then he goes, Jonah went out and sat down at a place east of the city. There was there. He made himself a shelter, sat in a shade and waited to see what would happen to the city. Then the Lord provided a vine to cover him so that he was cool. But then the next day at dawn, uh, he provided this worm that ate all the vine and basically took his cover away. And when the sun rose, God provided a scorching east wind. And so now Jonah's hot. He didn't get what he wanted. He God didn't do what he said.
1: He showed up to
0: <laughs> fire festival and the yeah. tent. Wasn't there and neither were any of the musicians. So, <laughs> yeah. So, he, so Jonah's super hot and he wanted to die. And he said, it's better for me to die than to live. But God yeah. said, do you have any right to be angry about the vine? And he goes, I do. I am angry enough to die. <laughs> <laughs> so then God goes on to tell him that he brought this vine up in a day and then made it destroy it, destroyed it in a day. But the city that he, you know, that of Nineveh that he had just uh you know helped repent like they repent of their sin it has thousands 20s of thousands of people in it and why should you know if you were so concerned about this vine why should not be i concerned for this great city and we don't get to see what happens to jonah after that but we talked about this in church and i thought it was funny i think the conclusion i came to was he either had to make a choice to die in the desert right then and there or eat crow Walk back to Nineveh and ask to be like led in somebody's house and Mm given water. Yeah. So it's either he goes back to a city, he clearly didn't like want to like he wanted God to kill them. So let's apply that to today's political theology, shall we? Let's say we go (laughs) let's say that we have a conservative that is told by God go to a liberal city, you know, liberal city and tell all of a certain type of people. That if they repent, they will be saved forever. Yeah. Tell a Jewish person during the Second World hey. War to go to a <laughs> Nazi camp and say that. Tell a tell, a, you know, think about a people that's hated other people. Tell, tell a, a slave in early America to go right. to a slave owner and say, if you repent, God will forgive you. And so that's th- a pretty big ask. I think so. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. how that I think for one that's how Jonah felt about the people and he was so consumed by his opinion on the subject that he even defies God verbally. Yeah. And with his actions several times. So let's talk about what that looks like today. Something happens in the world. And yeah, I know we're getting real deep here. Something happens in the world and we as christians react to what's happening in the world sure in two ways a mm-hmm. we trust the lord b we don't trust the lord with what's happened now i know that seems like a real like hard like 50-50 or whatever but yeah cuz there's a lot of emotions yeah. in between there there is there is but let me let me just tell you where i've come to with this i okay. i'm going to ask you all a bunch of questions that's what i believe is that in the end We have an issue with trusting the Lord. Now, that's not a that's not Mm -hmm. every single situation. But I think that as we get closer to the end of this, we'll have a bigger discussion about the trust thing. Okay, so questions since I seem to be running things here, I'm going to ask you all first question, Bob and Zach. Mm -hmm. Do you all feel generally more angry lately than you have in the past? And if so, why? I don't think that I'm any more angry lately
1: than I ever am. I mean, I'm, there's always, <laughs> there's always things that, that make me Is that, angry. Are you, are you Hulk?
0: <laughs> the <laughs> that's sun, the thing. The I'm sun's getting real angry. low. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm always angry. Sun's getting no, real low,
0: Bruce. I'm teasing. And of course yeah. you guys are a very special yeah. group of yeah. dudes. So, this, yes, and man.
2: I'm also going to see your results incorrectly because God's been doing a lot of work on me over the last 10 15 years and beautiful and so so i i I can honestly say i am less angry than i have been in years prior why are you less angry because i have allowed myself to be transformed by the holy spirit
0: amen dude Dude, that's awesome. That's
2: great. That, 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 and that's Praise just the, the Lord on this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing some very good news. And yeah. Zach, for you, what is that look like? is not like
1: one of my main struggles. but Zach's I always it.
2: been one of the most chill guys I've ever come across.
1: I do I do get angry. I usually bury it when I do feel angry. Um so I don't know. I I guess in general it's about the same as usual for me.
0: Um I guess if I'm answering my own question, I would say that I have more to be angry about than I had in the past. And it's my choice whether or not I react to it. Do mm. you understand what I mean by that? Yeah.
2: Oh, very much. The that, internet. That, that statement right there is actually very, very profound if you listen to it carefully. Yeah. Say, say it again. Say it again.
0: I, am, I have many more things to be angry about than I ever had in the past.
2: The next statement. The next statement. What did I say? <laughs> but, but, but you you have chosen. It's what but but it's what I choose to react yeah. to. That's yeah. important.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. That that statement is speaks for. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. When you put me yeah. on the spot. Right? <laughs> sorry about no, that. No. No. <laughs> yeah. So so what i what I'm what I'm, what I'm uh, positing out there is that there is a lot more information with the internet. And it's not the internet just didn't show up yesterday. It's been around sure. for the last you know uh, twenty five years almost. Uh, if you think about like Windows, uh, no, it's it's been around 94. longer than that. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> well, if if people the, the were consumer yes, the
1: consumer yeah. version? Can you imagine right? if people were as angry as they are today, but had the dial? <laughs> like people sat around for five minutes and waited for AOL to come I ar- up to go post on anchor. I would forum. argue
0: that if you <laughs> stuck a two thousand and nineteen like. Kid, what do you call them? Generation Z, I guess, is the that that yeah. group. If you stuck them back in the dial-up age, I swear they'd be angry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wait almost two minutes to get on a website. <laughs> yes. it, what is AOL? What is Yahoo? Yes, yes. wait thirty minutes <laughs> to download a thirty-second clip of your of your favorite band performing their song. Yeah. So it's like every two hundred by two hundred pixel block. I think that we're living in an age where it is very very profitable and very very click. Like, hashtag relevant and clicky. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. For, for you to throw something that you know people get angry about up there, like that question that I did. And I hate that I did that. And I only did it because I want to make a point that how easy it is to lose yourself. I, I would take that a step further and say it's extremely profitable to
2: throw out your extreme viewpoints. And, yeah, yeah. and because once again, part of it's the echo chamber and part of it's the fact yes. it's, it's an, an effort to shut down any opposition to your viewpoints.
0: Me and Zach have made a point, And I think we've, we've mentioned this on the podcast, but me and Zach have made a point not to use. The riling up of people or the hot topic stuff that the internet normally does mm-hmm. to get views. We want to do yeah. things a lot differently, and that's why we have continued not to. We've been very, very careful about how we introduce, clickbait. Yeah, clip, yeah, clickbait stuff. Oh yeah, because it, how easy is it for us on a podcast to just be like putting all caps, like what we think about Kanye? You know, we may have a, a good podcast about him down the road, but. Um, If we just did like, you know, oh, yeah, Kanye is a s- psycho or Kanye is beautiful and you should just accept him. Like people would <laughs> people would be like, oh, we want to hear this, you know, stupid thing. Yeah. So
1: what I'm saying or is we could talk about um the guy who told Beth
0: Moore to go home. John MacArthur. Do you see yeah. that? Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So so what I'm saying is that in the, in today's age, if 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 I feel more angry, I think it's because I have a lot more. It would be like if you're standing outside and there's a lot more mosquitoes than normal. It's like you. you That would make me very angry (laughs) because they (laughs) target me specifically. Question: Let's just let's just rattle them off here. Uh, Where do you all specifically see yourself losing control in an angry situation? Like where? What what things are button pushers for you that Mm -hmm. make you like go off the handle? Mm -hmm. And don't say you don't ever do that,
1: right? Yeah, for me, it's more of a (laughs) it's more of a like it's bottled up until it comes out at a certain point. So usually. (laughs) Uh, me and my wife joke about this because like, I don't react to things that are a big deal very much, but I might react more angrily to something that's not a big deal. Um, later because I had other things. I remember, um, when my dad was sick, my dad had cancer. Um, and we, I tried to go down to see him a lot. I went down as much as I could and I never really reacted that much to, what was actually happening at the time, but there was a time where I drove all the way to Florida and realized that I left my backpack with my laptop, you know, the books I was supposed to read for class and like everything, um, all just like in the apartment, just like completely left it behind. Um, and I was, I was dang angry. <laughs> I was like, I was like cursing and stuff over over a backpack being left at home. Like is not a big deal, but yeah, that was what triggered everything else. So, yeah. it's it's things like that a lot of the time. Do you know? Yeah. Do you
0: do you guys remember the movie Adam, the Adams Family movie that came out in the nineties? I <laughs> uh, never yeah. really watched it, but okay, I, I'm familiar fine. with it. She said the like the fake uh, therapist lady says. Um, You love him, but you resent him. (laughs) You displace your (laughs) anchor. It's like (laughs) what Zach was describing was like displacement (laughs) or whatever. And I do that. And so, yeah, um, yeah, like the the thing five minutes later. Mm -hmm. And I'm guilty of that too. And I think Jessica as well, like if I, uh, you know, if she's mad about something and I go up and I'm like, hey, boom, really poke her in the stomach. She's like, (laughs) stop. Yeah. Bob, what about you, buddy?
2: For, for me, I, I think it really boils down to control. Um, uh, I, I like having control, which is strange to hear. I mean it's so, okay to, I'm glad yeah. you, I'm glad you're more
0: uh, open and honest yeah it, it, it's, and you.
2: it's something I struggle with. And so when things don't go my way the way I want them to go, um, then, then then yeah I, 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 I find that be struggling and, and, and it's and it's always the things if it's things that I can't control, then, then I tend to be a little bit less. I mean, easy, it's easier to let go, but it's when, but it, when it's things I feel like I could control, that's when it becomes even more so. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. the, probably the one exception that might be rush hour traffic, um, where I can't control it, but I feel like I can. And so I just get so frustrated and angry with, with, with road rage has always been like the, the, <laughs> the peak of my anger. And so it's something that yeah. I've always struggled with. Hmm. And so, like I said, better than I used to be, not where I need to be, but, but yeah. And so, so, but it's, it's, it, but it all, it all always been, it comes down to control. That's really what it comes down to for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's funny cause you mentioned control. Um, that's one of the things I was going to, we're going to bring up in a little bit about how uh, relinquishing control is a good way to get rid of some of the anger. Oh yeah, uh, but but it's easier said than done. But absolutely, I would, I would say that. Uh, and maybe this is um, one of those like I need to talk to a therapist or Melissa or, or maybe our next guest Daniel can help me with this. But um, I that'd have be this. cool. We can just do like a live <sighs> therapy session. Oh man, just ha- just <laughs> break me down <laughs> like a like a cardboard box. Say we're talking Here about we Colin and all his issues. <laughs> but no, my my thing is sometimes sometimes I have anger when I think about how I'm not an angry like how, how can I explain this? I feel like I should be getting more angry, but I don't I don't immediately get angry, and so then I get frustrated later mm. that I'm not more of a pushy person. How can I explain that? I get I get more frustrated with myself. Like, do you wish that you had like the shark controversial? OK, thing. yeah. So, <laughs> like OK, lashing out. or so whatever.
1: So you do the thing where you want to be buddies with everybody. And so you kind of feel like you're being a pushover later. Yeah. Yeah. OK, and so I get
0: that. So there's that. But then there are things about myself that I get angry at. So I, I get angry at myself. Sure for for having like flaws that I know I can't like are very hard for me to control. And so I try and self-analyze and the more I do that the more I get like frustrated. And so that's a thing and then I also get very very angry with um cer- certain things in the world that I know are just out there to bait me. But I I I have to admit that I am affected somewhat by what's, you know, social media and the news and just uh you know just silly people that, mm-hmm. that that get a rise out of me. Sometimes I wouldn't say I lose I lose more control if that's the you know because ask the question. How do you see yourself losing control? I lose more control when I get upset about me, hmm. and that's just one of those things. Like uh, you know at FUMC, I would perform badly or I'd feel like I didn't do the best, and then later I just were like, your own. You were your own harshest critic then. Yeah, even when you had other critics. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's so that's me. Yeah. Mm. You know, one of the things
2: that I found in the past that used to really rally me up often was was politics. I mean, especially me ten years ago. I'm uh, surprised
0: that you're less inclined to the,
2: that now. The, yeah. The, well, the last year I've just simply just. And 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 maybe it's just I've just I've gotten I think it's more that, that I've got sick of it. Not that things have gotten better. I, I'm not on that side yeah. of the fence. But I'm just sick of it so much yeah. that that I just it, and it's <laughs> not even that I I, it's, I don't ignore it. I, I'm I am still trying to be in tune. But I'm much less invested yeah. in what's going on. You're probably get how, worn out. You get worn yeah. out
0: from dealing with it too much.
2: Funny how one
1: side will get their way for a while and another side will get their way for a yeah. while. And then in reality, like very little changes ever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is a discussion that we can have 15 episodes on. I'm sure we could. <laughs> I will leave you all with this thought and then we will move on. Would you rather drink poison or. Get stabbed in the, (laughs) stabbed in the throat or something. Okay. That's two choices. You got to choose one or the other or do you? Okay. Yeah. There you go. We'll just leave you with that for now. Contemplate that later. All right. So next question. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Next question. Uh, Is anger, like we've asked Melissa, is anger a spiritual thing? How do you guys feel about that? It definitely is. Do you feel like the welling of the spirit can become angry? Well, I think, you
1: know, I, I was really vibing with what, Samuel Odebena was saying on the episode where we had him uh, because he was talking about, oh, there are things that are going on like there's a spirit of depression. And uh, I believe that I think that the the side that is against God is going to use everything they can to trip us up and to try and distract people, get them worried and riled up about other things. And so I think that there I think that there are forces at work that would have us depressed Um that would use like the sin in our lives against us, yeah. To to try and drive a wedge between us and God. So that might look like depression, um, guilt over things. That might look like anger um, because you have unresolved problems in your life. Yeah. And so there's like a, I think you know, to therapize it like um, like a counselor would. I think that there's real problems that we deal with in our lives and there's like our emotional health that's really important and i think that the enemy will use that against us oh yeah if we have a weak spot for sure
0: my and that's yeah. that's kind of what i meant when i was saying i get like angry about like at myself because i think to myself mm-hmm. like this is clearly like a glaring weakness i have and i and i wish that the devil wasn't using this right now to like bring sure. me down like i wish i could just expel that and so then I have to like get to that point where I pray to God. I'm like, God, can you just like chisel this part of me away mm. so that I'm not so like mm. totally like a harsh critic? And then I wanted to just talk about like where they talk about, um, you know, your spirit becoming angry. Of course, mm-hmm. in the uh, first Samuel, Saul, Saul, here's the word, uh, here's the words, uh, it says in Saul, I'm sorry, it says in, S- First Samuel chapter eleven says,
1: "In Samuel, Saul saw yeah. some,
0: yes, yeah. some spirits. Yes, yeah. <laughs> when Saul heard their words, the spirit of God came powerfully upon him, and he burned with anger. Mm. And so there is also, uh, I and mean, we can get into this a little bit, but uh, but uh, maybe this is a, there's some freaky things going on with Saul." There's, I can't remember where exactly
1: this is, but there's another part of the story where like God gives him a spirit of like, I don't know if it's anger or something, but like God, God gives him like a bad spirit to torment him. Yeah. You know, know, like, right.
0: whoa, Like it's, what it's does that mean? That's it's a, a crazy. Yeah.
1: That's a crazy thing so, to think
0: about. So if you think about this, um, uh, the, you know, God, God sometimes will let us yeah. stew in it. Yeah. To mm-hmm. show us how bad that is. (laughs) Like, sure. Um, but I do believe in, this is a probably another podcast. I think this itself could be its own podcast. We may not get too much into it, but I believe there is such a thing as righteous anger. I think God is allowed to be righteously angry. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. I think Jesus is allowed to be righteously angry and he has been a few times, but I also think that there is a kind of anger that you can have against sin. Yeah. People don't like the word hate, but God hates sin. Right, and we as Christians can also hate it, but it doesn't mean that we hate the people belonging to it. But that's a whole other thing. But like I said, sure. uh, that's a that's a totally different uh, ball of wax. But I do believe there are times in the Scripture that support the idea sure. of righteous anger.
2: No, and I, I, I think most people would typically agree with that. The mm. problem is, I think most people. Believe that they are using it more often than it really is ah, righteous. People is think it that righteous? they
0: are righteous when they're angry. Is all it the righteous time? if it's coming from you and not from the Lord of the Spirit? <laughs> right. And so we've done that a million times where we where we take God's wrath and we just sick it on somebody and say, "This is my opinion on what God needs to be wrathful." Well, God got him. Jonah is get him. The, Jonah is the prime <laughs> example of that. We've saw, we just yeah. read Jonah where he was like the reason I didn't do what you said is because I knew you were going to let them go on this and you, and you're so compassionate you let them repent and like you didn't kill them or anything. And I knew that. So how
2: dare you be a compassionate God caring for his, for his creation.
0: And even at church, I I mean, I mean said like in a way, in a way people don't like to admit this because a lot of people hate on Jonah. And I think that it's justifiable grievance with Jonah, but I do think that he's so relatable in that. We do get frustrated with yeah. with not understanding what God is trying right. to do. And in <laughs> it, jo- I don't think Jonah knows this unless he got a prophetic vision from the Lord uh, while he was in the fish or something. But um, only like 150 years later, Nineveh slips up again and God like does his wrath then. Yeah, And so the funny part is that like in a way, Jonah is kind of right. That like they don't maybe desire. I don't yeah. know, but that's but God, not according to Jonah. It's not yeah. right because God says no. And this moment, I need them to repent. In this moment, I, need you to I obey
1: me. I'm going to have grace. I'm yeah. going to show grace as God. That's one of my characteristics. Right. And th- yeah. So and I always think about this because um, if you are like Jonah in this kind of a situation, and God is saying. I want to forgive these people. I want to give them a chance to repent and I want to work with them and show my compassion. Yeah. And you stand in the middle Boom. and you say, Nope, I have reasons to accuse them. Right. They did this, this, and this, who are you acting like?
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. Who's, good, who's, hard look. who's
1: the person that stands and is going to accuse us in front of God and say, they did this, this, and this yep. when God wants to, show forgiveness through christ so you don't want to be that kind of a figure (laughs) you don't want to be in that
0: position (laughs) so okay um so let me let me just put the last one out there why do you guys in your opinion feel like there is a welling up of anger at least in the nation what what is your opinion on that that's a big question because we've seen it on facebook immediately so clearly people are angry some people said like who says people are angry uh, one guy one oh yeah yeah one guy Oh <laughs> yeah
1: somebody said maybe people aren't as angry as you think there are they are. Yes. Um I I don't know. I think that there there might be some truth to that. There is because there is, there is. Because social media makes everything seem more harsh and extreme. It's an echo chamber. If I, you if you go out and you actually talk to people face to face,
0: a lot of times lot that of kind of diffuses people. a lot of anger. But that's yes. a point yeah. I wanna make about about how we deal with anger. Yeah. Um, we, we look at everything from a, a filter and that filter is yeah. that these people aren't people. They are a comment that I can just get angry at and, and rip on and yeah. I can sit in my house and then go back to my normal life. The problem with that is that once we stop seeing neighbors as neighbors, we forget about first John 15. Yeah. We forget about what Je- uh, Jesus said, love each other and follow me. Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, and then what did he say to the Pharisees? Love the Lord your God, all your heart, mm-hmm. mind, spirit, and love your neighbor as yourself. And we yeah. forget those things the second that we have that chance. Yeah. To well, well I, I know
2: that exists I know I'm supposed to do that. How? But in this situation, it's okay because <laughs>
0: yeah, because I th- figured out that it's I could be smarter. Than right them. now, it's really bad. Yes. So yeah. so,
2: <laughs> I, and I would actually take a very similar vein to that guy's approach, but on a, on a but flip it. And it's not necessarily who says people are angry, but. Who says people are ang- more angry
0: now than they were 20 right. years ago? And I like I like that point. I'm not trying yeah. to yeah, I'm not just, trying so to specifically name this year as angry year. No, no, absolutely. But, but there's no doubt up, it's yeah. an
2: issue. It, it, it is most certainly an issue. It just I think I think people feel more open in a similar vein to what you were talking about with social yeah. media, it's easier to it, – it, it's it's and what Zach was mentioned about as well. When you're not speaking to people face-to-face, right. it's easier yeah. to bash on the other side because they're no longer human. But when exactly. you've actually got to talk to them face-to-face, yeah. oftentimes the issue is completely yeah. diffused because, oh, yeah, that's right. They're actually a human being created by the God Almighty. Can I tell you something that this makes me think of?
1: Um, do you know who Daryl Davis is? Have you heard of this guy? Daryl Davis. No. Daryl Davis is an African-American like blues musician. He plays piano.
2: You he's know just, what I saw? I know exactly where you're going. I saw this earlier today and it was awesome.
1: Yeah. So he's he's an old dude. He's like a big blues guy. He's played with like BB King and Jerry Lee Lewis and stuff. Um, he had he's a Christian and he outreaches to people who are racist and KKK members He's this is got,
0: exactly what I w- we yeah, were just talking about. He's he's yeah. got
1: um in his closet he has like a bunch of different KKK robes <laughs> because he's convinced over 200 guys to leave the KKK and oh they'll like, gosh. they'll like give him their yes. robe and be like, I'm done here. Keep this. <laughs> and,
2: and, and, and not just small guys, but we're talking like grandmasters. And I believe the grand dragon of the United States. Are they called the dragon? Yes. Yes. He, he had, huh. he, was, he was, he did a TED talk a couple years ago. I saw it for the first time yeah. today and he actually has that guy. The, the grand, grand
1: wizard maybe. Yeah. Yes.
2: Uh, I want to say, Dragon. I want to say, the, to the say headmaster
1: dragon. of Hogwarts.
2: Well, it's, it was of the United States, but <laughs> yes, I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah,
1: so big, like yes. leaders in the KKK, are, the KKK are giving it up because they get to know this guy, and so yeah, he is willing to go and have a face to face, and I think yes. that that's a big step of faith for him, he, and he, it reminds me of like what Jonah could have been. You know? Yeah, yeah right.
2: Yeah. It was, it, it, was, it was so neat because he actually, he, he went to their ceremonies, like cross yeah. burning ceremonies. Yeah. And he went to their rallies and sat there on front rows and just, and, and then and went backstage afterwards and had conversations. And yeah. it, was, it, it was, it was really, really neat to hear his point of view. And not only that, but also got seen in to interview like, like the grand, uh, the, the grandmaster for, for Maryland. And, uh, and he mentioned that it, about respect, and yeah. it is, that was the key to it all. It was having respect for' it's like the grand wizard completely disagrees with me, believes i 'm less than human, but still recognizes the need for respect. He respected me enough to reach out to me i 'm going to be respectful enough to sit down and have a conversation with him hmm. And it was it's it's completely wild.
1: It's hard to dehumanize somebody when they're staring you right in the face That's and you're the talking point. right Absolutely. to them. That's the point. Yeah. I would think
0: that that yeah. was very prevalent. You said Zach mm-hmm. that is if you go out and talk to somebody, things are much different. Yeah. And and so here's here's where I want to get to. Um, that that is definitely a a, a good extra point. Um, what I what I had mentioned before is trusting God, and this is kind of where I came to. And I want to hear your guys' opinion. Like, where where do you think? you know, where do you think it's coming from? And we just asked that question. My, my sitting with this over the last week or so. And I did this, um, kind of study of, uh, of, uh, Jonah at church. I started thinking like, if you really get down to it, it's pride or like pride is in, uh, trusting your own opinion or not trusting God enough. And in a lot of ways when it comes like, so for example, um, Pride is you saying, I know better. Mm -hmm. And in terms of the internet, that is definitely like a main fuel.
1: Oh, yeah. Everybody has to be right all the time. Right. I think I even – we had a conversation about this way back when we both worked at SoftShoe. Right. I said, like, why does everybody so – have to be so afraid of, like, being – corrected or wrong or wrong like yeah everybody has to be right all the time
0: and so (laughs) the welling up of your anger comes when you start feeling like threatened that you your pride is threatened you know and so i I don't want to get political so i am i'm gonna say it the way that me and zach have talked about it there is there is a mentality out there where people say if he if somebody is in a presidential or leadership position you have to you have to you have to relinquish control to God right and so you can say that oh, for sure. you can say that for the current president which I'm sure would make uh more conservative minded people happy you could say that from the for the last president that was in office which I'm sure would make uh you know uh, uh, more liberal people happy or, or Democrats uh what I'm saying is you can't just have your own opinion and then make sure it's okay with God because God has God has everything the way that he wants it for the people who trust in him. I promise God is stronger than any political debate you're having on Facebook. And so my whole point, uh, that was just what I came to. What do you guys think as far as like, what's a, what's the biggest thing we need to change to start getting rid of some of the anger Mm. And I know this is like a big like I can't yeah. ask you guys the so, so, what do we need I, I, to change about the church question. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't know.
2: I I feel like you're asking what can what can we do to
0: change the culture. Well, no, 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 no. Mm. What I'm saying is, what do you think needs to change in the culture for anger to be okay. diminished?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because if if I were to answer the question the way you asked it, I think I would maybe say that we can't do too much. I yeah. mean. As Christians, God needs to, God needs to be the
0: facilitator for
1: this. As Christians, we can't expect people who aren't believers, aren't in Jesus to like come around and see the holiness aspects, like the reasonings for acting a certain way. I think that they're not, they wouldn't get it unless they've come to Christ. Um, So, and, but there is anger in the church, unfortunately. And so I think that, I guess that's probably where we would have to start. You know, Jesus had that whole prayer in I um, think John 17, maybe where he's like talking about us. He's saying, I'm going to pray for my church. Like, may they all be one and may they all be in me. And so, yeah, there's definitely like aspects of unity that, that we yeah. need to begin to have. And that's, that's tough because like, we don't all agree on everything. And
2: that, you know. What was Adam's comment of, regarding the question you asked?
1: Yeah, he said that we are angry because we have um, not enough grace for others and not enough humility in ourselves. Yes,
2: and, and yeah. I honestly, th- I, I think that's where my answer is going to lie to your question, Colin. Is that is is that it's uh, it, if if we've got to recognize that we are part of the problem. It's not them. Yeah. It's 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 us. We and so by by admitting that we have things that we can improve in in, on, in the same areas that they have that through that not, not that not that we can't call out problems but it's the approach the way in which yeah. we address issues changes and so recognizing yes i struggle with that too let's walk together um changes it as a from a you are a problem to where we are going to improve together
1: yeah right
2: you, god can't God couldn't
1: get rid of all anger without getting rid of me. So he shows <laughs> grace to
2: us, Yeah, you
1: know? So yeah, that, that
2: puts a whole new spin. On. I love that approach. I love that mentality. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't think about it that way, but I love that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, check yourself before
0: you wreck yourself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I mean, and, and, and the other thing too, is we got to, we, uh, I've said this for years that, and, and even if you're not a Christian, Sometimes you really do need to be humble. Yeah. And I think that's hard for people. Mm-hmm. I think it's very hard to be humble. I think I think humble comes from a place of little pride. <laughs> and that can be tough for people.
1: especially, you know, like we're so individualistic. And so I think that's where a lot of like I have to be right comes from. Yeah. Our culture as America in particular, like the we value that strong, correct. Person who is right about everything and gets it right and is smarter than everybody else. Right. And so it's like, what's my value if I'm not like that? You know? So, I mean,
0: immediately, yeah, immediately you feel on the defensive because you yeah. think that, you know, you're this questioning has, my
1: correctness. This yeah. person
0: has made me look like a fool if I don't say anything back. Yeah.
1: Right. So, yeah, I think it's hard for us to be humbled. And again, I think that's where the enemy comes in too. I absolutely because that's agree. a that's a weakness for some of us a place to exploit you know that's a place to apply some pressure um that's exactly
0: right we got to be on guard for that how are we doing on time bobby right about there so i want to i want to kind of uh since we have all uh, we've, we've all given our opinion let's hear from the lord and the scripture as we finish out here cuz I, I i think that it's been a really fun discussion and which we could do over and over again as, as time goes on. But, um, I want to hear from God and I want to hear from the scripture. So let's go to second Timothy, uh, 23 through 25. Oh, I actually don't have the, uh, thingy. Uh, so that's okay. Uh, I'll just go ahead and read it. You guys can look this up. It's definitely second Timothy though. Um, have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome but kind to everyone able to teach patiently enduring evil correcting his opponents with gentleness mm-hmm. god may perhaps grant them repentance leading to a knowledge of the truth hear that all these people that yeah. you're hating on that you are not being gentle with you are in a position to to bring them to the kingdom in a correct way yeah. And don't have quarrels. And don't have quarrels. Like Thank Professor you. Quarrel. And James 3. So oh, real quick, that okay. was chapter 2 of the, Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter. Oh, there's too many twos. I, that's why I <laughs> erased one. Uh, and then uh, then we're going on to James 3, 14 through 16. And I'm a big James fan. So I will say, uh, starting in verse 14, it says here. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast And be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Yikes. And James doesn't mess around. He's he's calling us out. And so what happens when we get to a state where we're just constantly trying to one-up men each other and we have jealousy in every kind and we're dealing with controversy we're dealing with ignorance and we're just breeding quarrel i would say that anger just like the holy spirit is a fire in itself you light one fire and that fire lights another fire hmm. and i mean and you know i don't want to I don't want to jump right out of the scripture into South Park, but there's a great South Park episode where they line up a diagram about trolling and how it becomes like a self-feeding machine. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) South Park isn't something I'd recommend (laughs) for Christian viewers, but they got a finger on the pulse though. Yeah. The, the, the scripture really does line this out clearly that, that it is destructive. Yeah. It very, very much is not just for believers, but for Mm non-believers. Um, and so, you know, just something to chew on from the lord
1: <laughs> i think you know another another way to to look at it is submission like one way to keep from having that anger just consume you is is submitting it to god okay and that takes time it's a practice sort of thing yeah
0: all right guys so we're going to uh call it for this episode it seems like our guest for the next episode has just got here so we will just say thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast. Thanks for listening to
1: us and for checking us out. You know where to find the podcast. We will say one thing that helps us out very much is if you give us some kind of feedback or some kind of review, leave us some kind of thumbs up or stars, your podcast app will likely have like a rate. Mm -hmm. These guys just, um, Tell us what you think. Give us five stars because we know that we're right and we deserve all (laughs) five. We'll be be angry with with you if you don't. don't.
2: Ah, (laughs) Soda.
1: Yep, man. So, yeah, thank you so much, guys. We will see you next time. Peace. Peace.